Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Are you ready for predictions? With the twins and Devin Peacock. The four. Hero boys and he sends out the size. Be like a cinder block. It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. With Colin and Cole, the sons of Andrea Dunn. This is the big one. It is time for Twin Picks Super Bowl Edition. Dunner's four-year-old twin boys, Colin and Cole, have sent us their pick. Devin Peacock, our sports dude, is here. He's got his pick ready to go. Defending champion. Defending champion, Devin Peacock. Very proud (laughs) that he beat the twins last year when they were both three years old. There's two of them. <laughs> I think they were two at the start of the season. By the end of the year, they were three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we play Colin and Cole's picks, a uh, little preface. I know you two, you three like to trash talk each other a little bit, but the, the competition's friendly here. After you won the regular season, the Twins drew a picture of a peacock for you. A really nice note, and they yes. gave it to you in a frame, right? Yes, they did. I, and I still have the frame down on my desk uh, in the newsroom. Right. So you, when they won the playoffs, you decided to give them a gift. What did you give them? Well, they are huge into signs. And so I was able... There's a there's a guy who re- has small business retiring, selling everything off, is able to get like a, a cleaning floor sign that they had requested in a previous message. I think you're off in Vegas when they did that. So they asked for a specific kind of sign. I was able to get it to them, and I gave it to Denner earlier this week. Yeah, they're obsessed with... Uh, their idol is the janitor at their school. <laughs> they like the wet floor signs. They love stop signs, any sort of sign. So that was really nice of you to give that to the boys. Let's see if they bring it up here. With Colin and Cole's Super Bowl pick. Good morning, guys. Hi, Miss Whitehead, Miss Goody, and, and, and Miss Helen. Well, that's very nice. Yes, they know that you are doing the football picks here. And guess what? The teachers. You get a present from Devin. Mom, it's a class stop sign. You don't know what it is. Maybe that's what you asked for, but you don't know. Okay. So, it's a class stop sign. <laughs> okay, but you need to tell me who you're going to pick. The Patriots or the Rams for the Super Bowl? The Patriots! I'm picking the Patriots! The Patriots, okay. Now, Devin gave me something. Do you guys want it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, give me one second. Stay right there. Do I have to close my eyes? Congratulations, boys. This is from Devin. What is it? <laughs> I like it. Don't break it, okay? Can you say thanks, Devin? It's a new, new sign. Look at that. It goes all the way to the floor and pops up. Is that what you wanted? Yep, yeah. And the clock is stop sign. Thanks, Devin. But where did, where did Devin get this? I don't know. That's a mystery. Thank you, Devin. He got it from a guy whose business is closing down. Yeah. He's, uh, I can get you a cash register, too, if you want. (laughs) Okay, the boys going with the Patriots. Dev, are you going to make this interesting for us? Oh, you better believe it. There's nothing I like more than rooting against the New England Patriots. So I am going with the L.A. Rams (laughs) to win the Super Bowl. Love it. Colin and Cole, 
I don't know if they're going to be joining Dunner on Sunday <laughs> night as she hosts at the Palisade South, but I'm sure they'll be uh, keeping track of what happens with the game. Yeah, Dunner's at that Palisade. Boss Brad is at Palisade Social Bowl, which is the north location at the corner of Oxford and Adelaide. Prizes to give away, including TVs, recliners, half-price wings during the game. Great place to go and watch the big game this weekend. And I guess we're talking about how crazy mooses are now. Jim Kelly's on a little ski vacation with some buddies, posted a video on Instagram yesterday of these giant moose walking through the parking lot of the place he's staying at. Just, you know, going for a little wander. Mama moose and baby moose. But these these animals are... To see one up close, they are very impressive. And I think we have some FM 96 listeners who have had moose encounters. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was, uh, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago in the middle of February driving up to Sudbury in the middle of the night. And partway between Barrie and Sudbury on the highway, we saw butterflies. At least we thought were butterflies, and it turned out to be the eyes of a moose. And... They are massive. So in, in your headlights, your headlights were reflecting on a moose's eyes. Yeah, and so my wife was like, uh, what's a butterfly doing out here? And I look over, and I'm like, holy crap. And it was this beast. And was it, it in the road? Like, yes, it was in the middle of the road eating <laughs> salt off the road. And apparently, this is quite common, we were in a small car. <laughs> you hit the moose's legs. The moose's entire body falls on the car and crushes and kills everybody in the car. They are beasts. What? Like, if that had happened, that didn't happen. Okay. You scared me. I was like, hold on. If it killed everyone in the car, how are you calling us right now? I'm calling BS on this story. (laughs) My my wife is looking it up, though, frantically afterwards, going, oh my God, like, what would happen? Oh, big time, man. A moose would win the fight against a lot of cars and trucks. Under its belly. Like, you're under the belly of the moose. Yeah. It is so massive. You really don't appreciate how big they are until you see one in real life, eh? Super scary. I hope Jim doesn't try and ride that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the guy, he got, he got charged for jumping out of a boat onto a moose a couple of years yeah. ago up north? Really? Yeah. He, he, there's a moose in the water, and he jumped on the moose's back, and he got fined. He rode the moose. He, he did, but... You know, great story. He got charged for it. Wow. I just hope Jim, I could see Jim after a couple of, of moose heads trying something like that. It was two guys out in B.C. They uh, filmed themselves riding a moose and got charged. <laughs> wow. Thanks for the call. We're glad your, uh, your car missed that moose, man. Yeah, no problem. Hi, Hi FM 96. Hey, Taz, man. What's up? You're talking about the moose? Yeah. You're like six foot something, right? Six two, yeah. You can stand under, the uh, mama cow is called a cow, and the baby is called a calf, and the guy, the uh, one of the antlers is the bull. You can stand under the belly, and you wouldn't touch them. Really? Yeah. Seriously. They, they can knock trains off the track. They can knock track of trailers off the track. I'm really developing a moose phobia this morning. (laughs) (laughs) They can rip helicopters out of the air? No, no. They they are 
the biggest beef Canada has for um, like the deer. Yeah, and, we need to. Like, we need a good moose horror movie. A Canadian <laughs> moose horror movie, and the tagline can be "The moose yeah. is loose." Like you you, can you better under, watch your caboose. <laughs> yeah. You'd be able to stand under the belly and not get touched. That's how tall they are and big and massive they are. If you're just joining us, welcome to Moose Chat with Taz and Devin. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the topic of uh, the moose and what a majestic beast it is. Got some text messages here. Hey, Taz, that last guy who called you was a dumbass. I hunt moose, and a six foot two guy would definitely be able to touch the underside of a moose if he was standing beneath it. They're big, but they're not the jolly green giant. Here's another one. You cannot stand underneath a moose, Taz, <laughs> with a laughing and crying emoji. Yeah, they're, they're big, but I, I feel like now you guys are trying to to fuel my developing fear of the moose. <laughs> we got a call here. Huck is on the phone. Hey. Um, I got a moose one for you. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the best you've ever heard. Okay. Uh, a hunting friend of mine up in Barrie years ago told me uh, something that was so wild I didn't believe it, but it turned out to be true. There was uh, three guys that were uh, out hunting. It was moose season. They had their licenses. Everything was, you know, uh, fine. They're in a boat with all their gear, and they're crossing the lake to get to their hunt camp, and they see a moose swimming in front, of, like, out in front of them. Yeah. So one of them, you can't, you're not allowed to shoot an animal in the water, so this, one of them gets an idea to take a rope and lasso around the antler, and so that Uh-oh. when he hits land, you can, they'll shoot him. So, I, they, as your uh, uh, previous person there said, uh, they're like six feet or more tall at the shoulders, and it hit the ground running and pulled all of them out of the boat <laughs> and ran up the hill, bashing the boat against trees. Come on! <laughs> I love it. Sweet justice for that moose, <laughs> all, huh? All their gear is just shattered and everywhere. Oh, yeah. On the other side of the lake, even stranded. I'm on Team Moose for that one. That's what you get, you <laughs> evil hunters. That's the start of the uh, horror movie, Moose That's is on right. the Loose. This is the opening <laughs> scene of Moose is on the Loose right there. <laughs> it's got a taste for humans. And then years later, like a group of teenage campers comes across the remains of the hunters <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> How did this boat get way up this hill? <laughs> you just with it, apparently. Oh, that's crazy, man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, you. Of course, Super Bowl Sunday coming up. One of our great sales guys here at FM 96, DJ Williams, used to live down in Atlanta, the city that's hosting the Super Bowl this year. We went into his contact list, and uh, we got his friend and ours, Ryan Burton, on the phone. Ryan owns a marketing company in Atlanta. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, Taz. Morning. Nice to meet you. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, when DJ calls and asks you to do something, you just kind of say, you know, yes and do whatever he wants. Are you pumped for the game? What's the mood like in Atlanta right yeah. now? You know, it's exciting. I mean, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a comparable, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, back in the Hips final tour and uh, when they came to London in, you know, 2016 or something, it's palpable. People are, uh, they're pumped about it. So, you know, we're excited and it's, it's all the talk, you know, all over the news and everything. And, you know, we're just trying to get through this horrible deep freeze. I mean, I converted my 
phone to Celsius this morning to communicate with you, and I think we're, we're at minus two right now. It's, it's, oh. it's under, unbearable time. Yeah, minus to two. Well, we're minus 24, so we don't feel that sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> the Mercedes-Benz so. Arena where they're playing the game, it's completely covered, though. It's, it's, it's an indoor arena, right? It is. Well, there's a roof on it, and they're, they're debating now. Um, it's, it's actually going to be quite nice today, again, in uh, Celsius terms. I think it's getting up to 14 or 15 today with sun, so it'll be pretty nice. But the game day, they're expecting similar weather, and they were, they're were they trying to decide. I think the commissioner has a final decision on whether they're going to open the roof or not. And um, right now, I think there's rain in the forecast, but, uh, um, you know, if the weather cooperates, they'll likely open the roof. But there is a roof on it, and uh, it's, uh, as you said, a beautiful structure. How how nice is it? $1.6 billion to build it. It's got to be pretty slick. Well, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, um, it, you know, <laughs> if I can just be a little bit truthful about it, it's, it's, it's this gorgeous architectural wonder. But for some reason, I don't know, I, maybe it's the way the structure is inside, the inside sound. Like, I saw a few games there this season. actually saw Mahomes play uh, in preseason. I had no idea he was going to have a season he did. But, uh, um, but you, like, you can hardly hear. They've got these beautiful video jumbotrons around the top of the stadium, and then it's this just beautiful thing. So I would say it's like it's got this like Mercedes outside and like a Toyota inside kind of thing. But it's very <laughs> nice. It's beautiful. And, you know, I, yeah. sound, I don't know. I know some sound people. I can probably help them out, but I, I don't know. It's uh, but it's really gorgeous. Well, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people won't mind at halftime when they can't hear Maroon Five very well. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's probably, yeah, that's so <laughs> How much do People in Atlanta, we're talking to uh, to Ryan, he's in Atlanta right now. How much do people there hate that the Patriots made it to the Super Bowl and they have a chance, after what happened two years ago against the Falcons, they now have a chance yeah. to win a Super Bowl in your city, in your state? Yeah, I mean, look, we, we got to this quick. This was on you know my mental list of things to discuss. But uh, look, you know, when Arthur Black built the stadium a few years ago, you know, with the coach, Dan Quinn, of the Falcons, you know, the goal was to get the Falcons at the Super Bowl with, you know, it, it here in Atlanta, you know, no home team has ever done that. So apparently we were about to do it somehow, but, but, um, that was the goal. And, you know, so that didn't happen, but we were there two years ago in what was easily like the biggest letdown in sports. Oh, hundred percent. Worst, worst comeback ever. because it was the Patriots or the best yeah. if you're a Patriots fan. But well, and, and the thing is that the Patriots were not graceful in their victory either. Yeah. They continued <laughs> to rub that in the Falcons face the entire yeah. next season. Well, well, so, so yeah, so I mean, they, 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 they did that. They came back and I mean, I was at a party. I mean, I can't even, in Atlanta, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, that was my <laughs> real conversion. I've been here for 10 years, my real conversion to being a Falcons fan. I was this was the moment, and I mean, it was awful. So I think that the real truth of it, and I may be the only, I mean, in Georgia, remember, there. I'm not originally from here. My kids were born here. My wife's from here. But, you know, I'm Georgian by marriage, as I say. But it's, you know, they're, they're very nice. I mean, if they're really mad at you and they swear at you, they say, like, bless your heart, right? So I mean, they're very nice here. So people, people don't really, you know, visually, verbally get mad at things. So I hope I'm not speaking out of line for my fellow Georgians now. But, I mean, it, it's like so soon. It was only two years ago, so I think you know. Again, it's still so it's still raw, fresh, right? right? Yeah, it's still fresh. I mean, I, I still it's I'm still upset about it. You know, so it's still upsetting. So I think that you know the Super Bowl being here. I mean, Arthur Black's whole plan, the whole thing. I think it 
it's almost counterintuitive now. I mean, in history, it's like, has a team ever been smoked that badly in the Super Bowl than had it in their town? And, you know, the only, the only saving grace is the Saints aren't there. And, uh, you know, so, and there are some yeah, other They should lines, be, like, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Todd Gurley, who's, you know, the Georgia Bulldogs are a big, you know, they're as big as the Falcons or as big as NFL here in Georgia, you know, college football. Gurley was a huge star with, with the Bulldogs. So, you know, it's exciting to see him and, you know, doing his thing with, with, with the Rams and everything. But no, it's, it's still raw. It's still fresh. And I don't know that if everybody shares my sentiment, but I think secretly, you know, we're all kind of a little bit hurt. You'd like it. to tell Tom know. Brady to bless your heart. Bless your heart, Tom Brady. I, I, I would. I would. <laughs> yeah. you can't, really. I mean, with this, what he did, I will say, though, what he did against Kansas City a couple weeks ago, Made I think made all of us feel a little bit better in Atlanta when you have those two last rushes and wore the defense yeah. down and beat them. It was kind of like it's it not like, just you guys don't like, take it personally, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, we're a little bit better, but I think I think we're very excited about it. The city's doing a phenomenal job. Um, you know, we're gonna have a massive traffic problem, of course, because Atlanta. I mean, I've driven in Toronto. I know what it's like, but Atlanta is unreal, so it's going to be horrible. But the city's doing a great job, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's kind of neat to be in a Super Bowl town, you know? We're talking to Ryan Burton. He's down in Atlanta where they're having the Super Bowl on Sunday. If uh, it, here in London, Ontario, we want to have an authentic uh, Atlanta tailgate party before the game, Ooh. what kind of food should we be serving? You know, geez, I need my wife on the line for this, and uh, geez, uh, that's... Let me think here. Well, you got to I mean, have some good barbecue down there. You barbecue. I was going to say some like pulled pork, you know, some barbecue and things like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm going to go through the, the, the okra. I mean, it's, it's a later in the day thing. We're not having any grits probably. That's more of a breakfast thing here, but, uh, boy, I need, uh, I need my wife on the phone to properly answer that. <laughs> I, I'd be like, you know, still barbecue and barbecue. You just eat what she puts in front of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, but by the way, in, in the South, you know, I've got my mother-in-law visiting right now, and uh, she she's they cook, man. They don't mess around. There's cooking going on about 24-7, so they don't mess around. Awesome. Well, uh, here in, in London, I think it's, it's the same as most of the United States, most of Canada. Uh, we've seen the Patriots win enough, so go Rams. <laughs> and we'll be thinking of the people in Atlanta. That after party will be great, I think, if the Rams beat uh, Tom Brady on Sunday for you guys. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I mean, geez, let's it's, predicting this thing is going to be difficult. And uh, I think Tony Romo said it best, 28-24 for somebody. Ryan Burton in Atlanta. Thanks for coming on the air this morning. Enjoy the Super Bowl, man. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.